Welcome to The Art of Significance with your host, Hall of Fame speaker, New York Times bestselling author, university professor, gold record songwriter, and award-winning athlete, Dan Clark. Get ready for engaging discussions with some of the most influential people in the world who will impart their wisdom, stories, and inspiration on why and how to achieve the level beyond success. Now here's your host, Dan Clark. Welcome, Clark Nation. How are you? My best to all of you around the world. I leave in the morning to fly to Thailand, and I know I have listeners from over 20 countries, so who knows? Maybe I'll run into you belly to belly sometime on a street. Today's show is amazing. Last week, I had a dear friend, one of my heroes on the program as a guest, Celeste Gleave, and I had to have her back. She's got so much information to share and an exciting event that she's planned down in the Los Angeles area that we want to push. And then we're going to close out the show today with another dear friend of mine, super, super hero, multi-gajillionaire Chris Estes, who's an entrepreneur extraordinary and a an incredible expert in network marketing. Sometimes we think the words network marketing have a bad connotation, but if you think about it, every single one of us is in the business of relationship selling. We're all in the business of direct selling because the definition of sales is the transference of trust. And we only do business with those whom we trust. And most of the time it's because of a referral by someone that we trust who now we can invite into our inner circle. So before I get right to Celeste, and she's so excited, she's already on the line. I love this woman. What an example. But I need to set the stage because when I put my my guests together and they share the platform on the same show, Celeste Gleave and Chris Estes have something very, very important in common that all of us need to refer to, and that is our understanding that good That great is not always good enough, and best is only relevant depending on what you compare it against. So the more I'm around Celeste, the more I'm around Chris Estes, the more I'm around individuals who think like they think in a completely different way than the norm, I realize that the only person we need to be better than is the person we were yesterday. We've got to stop competing against others and comparing ourselves against the world and start looking inside and seeing if we're truly reaching our, our 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 full potential. And it's so fun. My sound engineer. This show uh, obviously originates out of Phoenix, Arizona, VoiceAmerica.com. And my my guests call in from wherever they are in the world, which is so sweet. But I was just having a great conversation with my sound engineer, Matt. And before we came on the air, I said, how was your week? And he said, well, he finally had a chance to play some golf. And I said, wow, are you good? He said, no. And I said, I'm not either. I lose balls on the ball washer. So we chuckled and I said, you know what? Golf reminds us that best is only relevant depending on what you compare it against. For example, if we had a golf tournament to raise money for a wonderful charity, some cause that Celeste Gleave is involved with or Chris Estes or someone else, and we had a golf tournament and we played on an 18-hole golf course with a par of 72, and I shoot 125, and you all shoot over 150, and I win because I suck less than you suck, that's a bad system. The goal is to become better today than we were yesterday, and the only way we can do that is to believe that we become the average of the five people we associate with the most, which means we must be willing to pay any price and travel any distance to associate with extraordinary human beings. Yes, even 
on the internet, even in a podcast on demand, even in a live radio broadcast such as this. So with that in mind as our foundation for our conversation today with both of my guests, let me invite our first guest on the air. Celeste Gleave, the founder of She Rose United, is affectionately called the Commander. She Rose has been praised worldwide for its commitment to abused and trafficked women and others in need. What I didn't share last week as I introduced her is the Celeste Company Five Star Inc. is a defense contractor for aircraft and runway de-icers worldwide. Celeste is a serial entrepreneur and role model for both men and women. We know that. She was featured by Forbes in its most powerful women issue and selected as a National SBA Conference success story. She served on White House committees for women and girls lead. Nabo and others. She was given the Women's Leadership Live Award as Women's Leader for Outstanding Vision, Dedication, and Commitment to Excellence. And most recently, down in Los Angeles, she was uh, honored uh, by the Arts for Peace Global as a peace leader. Celeste, I sure hope you've been listening to me again, just like last week. I can't say enough. I can't put you on a high enough pedestal. I love you. I honor you. Let's get right to talking, babe. How are you? Oh, I am super, super great. Other than the fact that it's blowing about 70 or 80 miles an hour, just a little exaggeration outside. Yeah. No, isn't that crazy? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll see you flying by in the air and I'll like just be able to wave. So let's cut right, right. to the chase. The founder so, of so She Rose, you talked for having to me back and I was so excited when, uh, when you called back because there, I was just hitting the tip of the iceberg last, last week and, and I think where we left off is that I was getting ready to talk to you about this fascinating campaign that we're working on. Um, exactly. Everybody knows on the heels of the hashtag Me Too and the hashtag Times Up movement, um, it's it's been a little chaotic to say the least. And we love what's happening, and we're seeing a lot of fallout. But during all of this, uh, Shields United was approached by a very well known, very successful marketing agency, Melky Branding. Uh, they're based in LA. We were. Extremely thrilled at the prospect to build a campaign that would support not only our pillars for domestic violence and trafficking and our first responders, but we could also create brand awareness so we'd have a place to dive off into the future. Uh, so the, the producers came to us and said, we have this idea to go one, two, three, uh, you know, what's next? Everybody in the world is screaming, what's next? Well, guess what? We're creating a program called Now It's Up to Me. And again, there are a lot of moving parts to this campaign. We've spoken with many of the same people that have similar goals as ours. But our mission is to dare to change the world through love. And like you said, dignity, action, respect, education, that's the platform for what's next. Our country is asking all at the same time, you know, how do we unite and get get everybody back on the same page and and our producers have created a fabulous campaign that will take the social media by storm so knowing this is only 20 minutes i'm just going to bounce in i hope that's okay no please please since last week we can now announce that we are having our gala and we are doing that at the beverly hilton hotel if you can believe it home of some of the most televised events such as the golden globes We're going to have a live auction, celebrity appearances, red carpet, and so on and so forth. We are currently signing talent, and ticket sales are going to start as soon as uh, 
uh, next week, and the event is July 21st. At this event, we're going to be doing uh, auctioning several amazing items, but I think I hinted to the fact that uh, we were graciously uh, uh, given the Simmel piano that Whitney Houston bought with her very first royalty check. This, this, this piano has so much history, and now with everything that's happening with Whitney, with, with, with her movie's about to come out, all of these crazy, wonderful things that are tying into her story, wait until you see what's happening in the next few months. Uh, so um, we're honored that a, an anonymous donor stepped up and helped us to get this venue, because without this, we couldn't have put the meat behind this that is needed. We're going to need all 800 seats. Um, there's been a lot of outspoken uh, words with, about domestic violence and, uh, and uh, unwanted advances on both sides. This donor wanted a proper home for the auction of that Whitney Houston piano. And in reality, uh, those of us who have been planning this couldn't have dreamed of a better venue. So that's where we're starting our campaign. We've got a lot of really super cool things that we're going to be auctioning, including uh, some gowns and, and whatnot. Second, we're going to be holding an event in Seneca Falls, New York, uh, on July 9th. Uh, there's uh, 170 years ago in upstate New York, a young housewife and mother, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, poured out her discontent with the limitations that was on America under the new democracy. So she got a group of her friends together, and 10 days later, uh, over tea, they, they wrote their own uh, new rules and democracy, and they took the, their declaration of sentiments and said, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women are created equal. Now, if you can imagine <laughs> just adding those two words to the sentiments, it came out in the paper uh, in the, I think it was the Oneida wig. It says, this is the most shocking and unnatural event ever recorded in the history of humanity. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If you could believe that that would happen. So uh, as we push forward, we're, we're now joining uh, this event, there are over oh, 500 to 1,000 people that show up every year uh, and lovingly uh, reenact this whole, this whole event. And so Superwoman campaign is going to be the umbrella over this whole thing in Seneca Falls. We I will have it. our brand all over. It'll come in three pushes. It'll be the tea convention, and this tea party will go viral. We're doing a public service announcement, and I can't tell you, I wish, I wish, I wish I could, but we have some very amazing singers that everyone knows, some of you see on TV every week, and then we're having our gala, which I told you about. It's going to be super cool. We're having a social media challenge. I can't even believe I have to hold this in. Uh, Seneca Falls, uh, as I mentioned, they have a three-day event, and they, at, later on in the month, they will be having a camp out, and everybody will be in period clothing from 170 years ago, and that's where we're starting this off. And then third, we're making a music video, PSAI alluded to it. We're re-recording a song that's been sung by extremely powerful singers. Uh, it was sung 10 years ago by someone that I wish I could give you the name, but maybe next time I can. Uh, we're doing a PSA, and we're having people video themselves and turn these videos into the campaign as it progresses. And what does that I love mean? It. it means that are we are, are you here, Dan? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm just okay, smiling sorry. from ear to ear. And I'm like, whoop. Um, <laughs> we have uh, people that work on set that work at, uh, like, 
Olivia Pope, the scandal, any one of those, those people mm-hmm. that work on set have committed to come on in their role and take part in this challenge. So the character roles will come on and take part of our campaign. That's and then we're fun. putting together crowdfunding, interactive campaign, perks, so much more. We're teaming with a ton of brands and these corporations that believe that when people stand together, united, and completely come from a place of love, anything can be done. And collectively, we all know that it's time to make a change. It's time to be a part of that change. And so the, our, new, our new event, the hashtag Now It's Up To Me, will start the recalibration the I, I Am a Superwoman campaign, as it would be. And uh, that was what I was dying to tell you last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. You know, back in the day, we used to call it the 10 little two-letter words. If it is to me, it, I'm excuse me, if it is to be, it is up to me. So that resonates with me and so many listeners. Let me just bring something else up because I know my listeners are so fascinated when I have an expert on like you. And so I did a little research because I knew I was having you back. What an honor to have you back. But most people don't realize this. And from an AP uh, news release um, that, that was basically covering Variety's annual Power of Women event a couple of Fridays ago, I learned an awful lot about the Me Too movement. And as the article highlights this woman by the name of Tarana Burke, And the Me Too movement that she founded 12 years ago focuses on survivors, not so much the blaming and shaming which we've been exposed to as of late. And so I want to just have you put it into proper perspective because last week I asked you, okay, so what do we do now? And one thing that you pointed out is how many men are in your audiences, how many men are there at your Shiro events to support. So let me just quickly bring the the listeners up to speed. Uh, in New York AP, they were honoring stars of Hollywood, the media and literature, but it was longtime activist and Me Too founder Tarana Burke, a name unknown to most people until six months ago, who got the biggest ovation at Variety's annual Power of Women event on Friday. The article continues, Burke, who founded the Me Too movement 12 years ago and runs it out of the Brooklyn, New York offices of Girls for Gender Equity, said she wanted people to recognize its deeper purpose, working with survivors of sexual assault and not simply bringing down powerful abusers. And the last thing I wanted to bring up is folks think it's about naming and shaming about taking down powerful men, but they're wrong. Burke said she noted that she was desperate to change the narrative about the Me Too movement before it's too late. And I think you're the perfect person, Celeste. Apparently, you've been tapped out by God, tapped out by the universe, however you want to put it in the narrative. You've been the one tapped out to galvanize the movement, as you just so eloquently said a moment ago, to answer the question, now what? What's next? So I yeah. just, it's an honor yeah, to have like you in that position to help us now answer, not shaming, not blaming. You're not on the attack, which I think was kind of the public sentiment there for a while. Let's attack, let's expose. But what you're saying is through love and through understanding and through standing together in this amazing noble cause with you as our commander, we can change the world. Comment on that as we go to break. Absolutely. Um, Again, one person can't do this, and we have to understand that the division can't be male, female, color, uh, race, any of this. 
we were, we're all needing to stand together and take a, a strong stance on what is original, what is right, and where we come from, from the heart. And I have said this to a lot of people. When we were children, they put us all together, boys and girls, and we played the little game, Red Rover, Red Rover, and we held hands. And that was to build our character, to pick the ones that we thought were the strongest, to come to our side and to build an army. If you take that early childhood development and you look at it as adults, literally we're all children at heart. If we could all just go back to the where it was before all of these things developed in our brains over, over a period of time where we've learned the behaviors, it's okay to, t- to treat people like they don't you know, mean anything. If we could look back at how, watch a child, how they will easily walk up to any other child and just love and that, the, the innocence of our youth. We want to bring this back and we want to start showing our youth that what they had it right all along and what we've taught each other throughout history and throughout our lives as we, as we get older one year at a time, we're taking on all these learned behaviors from other people. What we need to understand is that when it boils down to it, love, is the simplest answer. No drama, no confusion. So we put everybody together and we say, let's work on this together equally. No, no, no windows, no barriers, no bars, and nothing that you say is stupid because in the, at the end of the day, there's going to be an answer and we're going to be, we're accountable for that answer. And together we come up with it and it is all together. And like I said, a hundred percent. It is just hearts that are beating here. It's not. It's not how people are, colors, that wh- how they relate in society, what they do. It's just a unified overall decision that every single person can make a difference. Now you it's up so good. for me. You're, you are so good. Okay, we're going to go to a commercial break. We're going to come back with Celeste. The question that I want you to let percolate. Why we go to commercial break, Celeste? Is think of one person in your life who has had the greatest influence to make you who you are. You're extraordinary. You validate that, you know, as I teach public speaking, you got to be the same off stage as you are on stage and you're the real deal. Come back and tell us one person that had a significant influence in your life. And then I want you to teach us what that influence was, if you can. So this is Dan Clark, voiceamerica.com, the Influencers Channel. My my guest is the amazing commander, Celeste Gleave, the founder of SheRose. Don't go anywhere. Let's take a commercial break, and we'll be back to have her answer who has influenced her. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're an event meeting planner like me, you have two ongoing challenges. You can't afford to have a speaker who bombs. And when you do have an amazing speaker, who in the world do you bring into next year's meeting that will top them? Well, you never have to worry again. Book Dan Clark. Dan Clark is one of the most incredible human beings on the planet. He's been named one of the top 10 speakers in the world. He's known for customizing his speech around your meeting theme. So your people leave with benefits that last a lifetime. Here's the number, 1-800-676-1121. Or just visit danclark.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. 
Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're listening to The Art of Significance featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. Welcome back. My guest is Celeste Gleave, the founder of She Rose United. Celeste, I gave you that challenge. Teach us about someone who has influenced your life that has made you this larger-than-life character and what they taught you. Wow. Well, there are a lot of people, but it all boils down to my mother. Um, There's outside influences, obviously, but what my mom did to influence me is she at the, she was literally two months pregnant with me and my father walked out and said, you can't be pregnant. And so at that point in her life, she got to be a single parent. She said, no, you're all mine. You're absolutely mine. You'll always be mine. No one will ever take you away from me. That going in, uh, she became my shiro. She became the person that motivated me. She thought that she could never give me enough. She gave me a father uh, that was there for a, a period of six years, and then he left. And during that period of time, I got to see a lot of obstacles and learn a lot about my mother as a young woman, about what she had been through, about uh, domestic violence and abuse, and not saying that my second father did any of that, but I got to hear about her specific uh, rapes and, and what had happened throughout her life. She always held me to the standard of, you can do anything. You, my daughter, get to create your own future, and I know and believe in you with so much destiny. And here's a woman that had got left three different times, and she stood forward and became a very successful um, woman working with the Air Force. She then got to go overseas traveling to um, the various countries selling F-16 parts, and she had her own, liaison, her own group and her own uh, interpreters, and she would come back, and she was just such an amazing example of a person that never had a high school, had a high school diploma, but didn't have a college degree, how she could go forward and become the highest ranking civilian at the, at the air base. And then she turns to me and everything that she did to me was empower me with how I was going to be the difference. How I might, she did this with my brother and my sister as well, but whatever idea she, she had that I had, and I took to her, 
she said, oh, honey, oh, you've got it. If anybody can do it, it is you. And so with that being said, there was never anything that was outside of my grasp because I had a cheerleader that constantly put me on that. You, you, if you do, if you fall, you can get up. She was there to brush my knees off, but she wasn't there to coddle me. And that's what put me forward through the, through the military. That's what put me forward to my career. I knew I had someone. And in my, in the later years, I, it became my passion just to please my mother and just to show her Look, look what I became, Mom, and look how, what, look how you built me. Look how, look, you know, you're right. I am yours, and, and I want to please you. And that was my purpose in life, and it still is. And there's all the other girls out there that are trying to, to feel like they may or may not be able to please people, but just know that if you have one person standing behind you, whether it's your mother, your husband, your sister, it doesn't matter. One person standing behind you, propping you up, knowing that you can do it. That's all you need. And so for what, for me, I say, Mom, rest in peace, and I, I know it. you're looking down on me, and, and I'm going to do it for all of us. I love it. Holy cow, what a good way to conclude this interview. My mother was the youngest of nine children raised by a single mom. I can relate. I honor oh, all yeah. single moms out there. We love you. Okay, Celeste, tell us how to get a hold of you, and then let's just go right to my next guest. How do we, how do we find right. tickets for this event, this gala in L.A., so that we can affiliate one with another and be inspired by you and all of your friends? Oh, thank you. Yes, we have a landing page, superwomancampaign.org. There will be a spot there to, uh, we're putting stuff on there every day as things progress. We also have our, uh, our Ciro's United dot org site uh you can find us on facebook you can find us uh, on the on the on the web but our superwomancampaign.org will be the landing page for all that is superwoman and it's happening fast and if you want to get involved we definitely would love to talk with you if your organization is somebody that believes in the concept and the and the love behind this we'd like to talk with you about potential opportunities there's this is not a one-person deal it's a collaboration so please feel free to contact me personally. Absolutely. So there you go. My guest, Celeste Gleave, founder of She Rose United, affectionately called The Commander. Obviously, I'm going to have you back on my show many times, and I support (laughs) and wholeheartedly endorse your your upcoming event, and I can't wait to see uh, you down there. I hope I can put it on my calendar. So I'll just say goodbye. I'll say goodbye right now, Commander Gleave, and let me bring on the next guest. Have a great day, Celeste. We love you. We honor you. Thanks so much. Love you too, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. See you. Next guest ties in perfectly with Celeste talking about you just need one person in your life, a husband, a spouse, a significant other, a team member, someone, a mother, someone who believes in you but doesn't leave you hanging. They actually take you by the hand. And, and guide you and walk beside you. Chris Estes, although he's younger than me, he's an old soul in a young, fit body. He is one of my heroes. And I've had so many extraordinary guests on the show. One of my very first guests when I first came on the air was Chris Estes. Let me just read you just a little bit about him and bring him right on without going to commercial break. Chris Estes is a multi-million dollar earner with Zij International with no prior network marketing experience. He built an organization exceeding 100,000 team members and customers in less than five years. Let me interrupt. And the way he did that is one at a time. 
as you hear the questions I ask and as I as we all just kind of tune into his his amazing wisdom, you will see that he believes in training, but he doesn't say, read this and call me in a couple of weeks. He relentlessly inspires everyone with whom he comes in contact and basically says, you join his team and he won't leave you hanging. You join his team and he will provide the training and the belly to belly up close and personal um, influences that you need in your life so that you won't, you, you won't stumble and fall. You will succeed. Chris has been named distributor of the year with the company twice in 2013. Chris published his best-selling book, the Apple principle, five daily actions that lead to success in network marketing. I've read his book three times. He talks about things that relate to all of us. And as I've said at the beginning of this show, every one of us is in network marketing because the definition of sales is the transference of trust. We buy from those whom we believe in and who refer us to others. So the world is about relationship selling. The world is about direct selling. We're all in the people building business. We're all in the business of network marketing. Tune in, don't go anywhere. Before joining Zizia, Chris was a physical education teacher and coach in a public school system in Kentucky. He lived paycheck to paycheck with more month at the end of the money. I love that. In 2008, a friend introduced him to Zizia. Remember, the definition of sales is the transference of trust. Someone said to him, I believe that you have the skill set and the passion required to, 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 to give this a go. And I'm going to step out of the way and just watch you watch you spread your wings and fly because of the nature of who Chris is, not a, not a sales professional, but someone who believed in a cause, who believed in his opportunity and took advantage of it. Chris was forced to do a life audit, as he calls it. He realized he had full-time jobs and a part-time life. He was going to spend his life raising everyone else's kids, but never see his own. Are you listening to me? Chris Estes took the advice of Abe Lincoln, who said, good things may come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. In a short time, Chris went from a limited life to a life unlimited. I would be remiss if I didn't put his wife, his support system, his his best friend, his partner Lindsay on the same pedestal with him because it's a joint effort. When you see Chris, you see Lindsay. When you see Lindsay, you see success turning into significance. My guest, Chris Estes, the multi-million dollar earner. I sure hope you've been listening, bro, because I'm out of breath sucking up to you. How the heck are you? You know, Dan, I believe my head is officially now about as big as yours is on a daily basis. You are so so rude. This is it. (laughs) You know, interview over. <laughs> you already shared my story. There's nothing else to share. You articulated it much better than I ever do. So kudos oh, you to us. you, Dano. I just want you, every time I'm around you, when we're walking the golf course, Chris, you know, his wife, Lindsay, was a, was a, was a, a, a golf star in college, golf professional. So obviously he's kind of cheated in his ability to learn the game of golf. But everything you touch, Chris, with, with no joking aside, with all joking aside, you, 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 you take up golf, you become an extraordinary golfer. You take up sales, you become an extraordinary seller. You take up parenting, you become an extraordinary dad. You take up husbanding and you become an extraordinary partner and lover. 
teach us. Let's not just talk about business. I want you to take the rest of my show and teach us your mindset. What happened in your life that that triggered within you this ability to never settle for anything less than the very best version of yourself? Well said, man. Well, you, you know what you said a minute ago, Dan, you talked about belief. And I believe when you believe in a cause, you believe in a crusade, which is you know, what I was always passionate about is I was teaching and coaching, inspiring, putting kids into motion to become better than they were yesterday, last week, basically helping them become their best version of themselves, whether it be an athlete or whatever it may be in school. I know your, your daughter's an educator as well. I, I knew from a very early age, Dan, that my calling was to teach. My calling was to coach. My calling was to inspire others to believe bigger, better, and so forth. I just didn't know it was going to be in a a sales-type environment. You know, Dan, I restricted myself to a basketball court and a baseball field, and little did I know, several years after teaching and coaching in a a public school system, I'd be teaching and coaching on an international scale with a a global company, and, you know, the sky's the limit for anybody. We just have to, you know, open, open ourselves up to the possibilities, and I believe you know, you can quickly, Dan, look at who you're hanging around, and that will predict your future. You know, you are who you hang around. You and I are big believers, and you're the average of the five people you hang around most. And so as you start stretching yourself, I I think that if you're in the the head of the class, you're in the wrong class, man. And so I always try to reach, uh, you know, reach out to people that have done things uh, to a much higher level than me. That's why I love hanging around, you, hanging around you, Dan, because you've done so many incredible things in your life. You make me look like a peon every time I'm you're around so you. You're so fun. Uh, well, one, me, you're about seven feet tall, and I'm so five funny. nine on a good day. So, yeah, and then I'm you still out, up to you, brother. And then you still outdrive me on the golf course because of your sweet swing. Let me interrupt you for a second. So, what you're re- what you're 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 teaching us, brother is that you didn't te- you didn't change you didn't have to change your inherent passions your inherent skill set your inherent talents and desire to teach and coach and assemble a team and motivate and inspire what you did is you just took your drive your inherent desire to be a teacher and you took it from the world of education, which is, you know, with all due respect, we love teachers and teaching is the profession that makes all other professions possible. So both of us in the world scratches our head. Why don't they pay them? Why don't they pay you what you're worth? And you didn't change your passion. You didn't change your natural desire to teach and coach and assemble a team. What you did is just change your focus in an area where as an entrepreneur, you could make millions of dollars. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, most people, Dan, they look at what they don't have. When they walk into a new opportunity, walk into a new possibility, one of the things they look at is what they don't have. But I don't have the skills. I don't have the talent. I don't have the influence. I don't know the people versus looking at what they do have, looking at the strengths that they do possess, looking at the success they've had maybe in other areas of their life, whether it be an, you know, being as a former athlete or, or being good with people or Whatever it may be, we all have some talents or skills, some strengths that we bring to the table. And most people, they they psych themselves out. Dan, you were an athlete. You know as well as I do that if you have relatively the same talent and I'm going up against you, yet my belief confidence is at a higher level than yours, I'm going to beat you every single time. And 
And so I think when people look at opportunities and they can build that belief and know that they, there's a cause for it and they have a desire for something more, I, I've said many times, I believe the strength of your reason will determine the length of your season. And what I mean by that is if you have a desire for change, you truly want something more, whether it be with your family, yourself, a combination, then that right there will compress all the headache, heartache, disappointment, frustration, all of, all of the things that no one likes, but you're able to compress that with speed to get to, you know, whatever the end goal is that you have. So uh, I just, you know, put some of those things together that I'd always done is I was never the most talented uh, athlete. I was never the most talented teacher. I was never the most talented coach. But because I learned with speed, because I surrounded myself with the best coaches, the best teachers, the best athletes, and I was constantly being a learner, uh, not trying to you know, share everything I knew, but be a listener, listen to what they had to say, watch what they were doing, emulating uh, all of the techniques. I did the same thing as I went into business. I just said, who's doing this the best? I'm going to copy them, but I'm going to do this with speed. While everybody's listening to music, I'm going to be listening to Dan Clark. I'm going to be listening to someone that's inspirational, telling me that I can do it. When everybody's watching the basketball game, I'm going to take a break from that. And I'm going to start watching videos on how to become an incredible presenter, how to move people and evoke emotion uh, so they make a decision to want something more than what they have. You know, um, I'm a big sports guy, Dan, but I believe you can't expect courtside seats and put in nosebleed efforts. And so what I did is I started putting in courtside efforts. I started putting in those efforts, putting in that time and doing it with some velocity. And what started to happen was something called Big Mo. And, of course, you know that is momentum. Momentum started to build as I started to touch people, and they started to touch more people. And, of course, that multiplication happened. So, Dan, that's, that's, uh, there's nothing rocket science about anything that I've ever done. It's just mastering some of those fundamentals. Yeah, but you keep referring to this word speed. Let's just talk about it for a minute. I, I know that oh. momentum momentum is only as good as your next play. We do everything we know how to do to change the momentum of a game. And how many times as fans or players we've been brokenhearted because we didn't do anything with what we just did to change the momentum. So momentum is only as good as your next play. But you keep referring to speed, and I love that. So you know, I was the state 100-yard dash champion when I came out of high school. I was a tall, skinny kid. You know, I always <laughs> tell the guys I was the fastest white guy on the team, and all the brothers say you were the only white guy on the team. <laughs> but you know what? The science of speed, we're all timed in a 40-yard dash. And if you want a 4-4, a 4-3, 40-yard dash, 4 seconds, 4-yard dash time, not 40 meters, 40-yard dash time, the science proves that you have to have your 11th step. You have to have your 11th step by the 20-yard line, or you will never get that much speed going and that much momentum to take you to the 40-yard mark under 4.3 seconds. So it's scientifically detailed and, 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 and distilled and, and, and broken down. We're going to go to a break and come back with you, but in four minutes before we go to the, the commercial break, Give us a step-by-step formula. Teach us about how we get our lives up to speed. And if you want to dissect it from a, from a, a family perspective or from a business perspective first, we're going to cover both aspects. I honor you. I love the photo you posted with your beautiful children, your family. 
So you decide where you want to go right now before break. I need a I need a, a scientific formula. I want you to teach us how <laughs> do you increase speed? How do you become such an amazing dad and husband so fast? How do you become an, an amazing, successful entrepreneur so fast? Because I agree with you. It's about speed. Teach us. Well, I think that if, if there was one word, Dan, I would I would throw intentionality to that. I think you know, most people have good intentions, but they lack attention to the details. You know, we all have 24 hours in a day. So why does Dan Clark achieve all that Dan Clark has achieved in his life? And why does, you know, Susie Q over there, uh, you know, bicker and complain and join the, you know, thumb sucking crybaby club because she can't do what Dan's in? Well, she has the same 24 hours. And, you know, we all are uh, thrown obstacles. We all have adversity that we have to overcome. You know, we all Sometimes we, we, we pray for this incredible opportunity, but, you know, as I've said many times, Dan, you can't pray for rain and cry when there's mud. With, with opportunity comes adversity and, and vice versa. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned is anytime you're in sales, you're dealing with people, uh, you're going to be disappointed. And that's just one of the things I've had to discipline over my life. When I was teaching kids, I had to, I had to deal with that disappointment of, of them not doing the things that... I was teaching or coaching the same with parents, the same with my own kids, same even relationally with, with my wife. You know, we, we love them, but sometimes they create some irritation for us. And, you know, one of the things I learned in business, and I think this relates, Dan, to whether you're in real estate, whether you're in insurance, whether you own a plumbing company, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a coach, whether you're in some form of sales force or network marketing, it really, it really doesn't matter. You're all going to be dealing with people and, you know, I got good at getting a lot of no's, Dan. In the beginning, as I was presenting the opportunity, I remember my, my first event, you know, people were being nice, saying, you know, nice job, Chris, nice job. And, and the last person said, nice try. I was used to getting the no. But here's what I learned, Dan, the power of speed is I knew that if I could get a bunch of no's, no, 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 yes, I would then capture a yes. I would capture someone who did want something more than what they had. Regardless of my words, they were captured by my conviction, passion, excitement. You know, excitement's caught, not, uh, caught, not taught. You can, you can catch it. You can't teach it, though. And so I knew that if I could move fast, if I could move quickly through the process, I could win and beat most any other competitor, anyone that was out there trying to do what I was doing. And maybe it's not beating them. I believe when... You know, you compete with others, you get bitter. When you compete with yourself, you get better. So just looking at myself, I could achieve my goals faster. Basically, you talked about the 40-yard dash. Well, I was talking about the 40-year career, you know, teaching, coaching. I was going to be teaching and coaching, Dan, for 40 years if I stayed at that same pace. I was, you know, they say slow and steady wins the race. I disagree. I think it's fast and steady that wins the race. And so it was just a compression of taking all that frustration, disappointment, headache, heartache into that three to seven year run um, and, and doing things faster, driving to school, you're listening to the video, uh, the audios, all of those things, uh, Dan, with intentionality that created the speed. I love it. Okay. So we're going to go to commercial break in just a second. Let me plant the seed. So when we come back, the listeners will be anticipating your answer. So okay. if, if, if a, if a deck of, of playing cards, 52 cards, has four aces, and you get those aces, obviously it increases your chances of winning. That's an obvious uh, analogy that's all over network marketing. So would you recommend that we 
go after the masses or would you recommend that we make a hit list and figure out how to network at the highest levels and influence the affluent spending more focused laser-like time on identifying the aces in our world in our circle of influence in our six degrees seven degrees of separation or would you say no it's a numbers game think about that and we'll come right back. He's got a five-star system that I want him to elaborate on that applies to all of us who are in the team-building mode. If you're organizing a group of financial advisors or realtors or anything in life that requires a sales presentation where you need to have a team, there's no one better on this planet than Chris Estes to teach us about creating that culture of excellence. As we go to break, remember, Peter Drucker said, once you get the culture right... The rest of the stuff takes care of itself, and Chris Estes has been able to create a culture of excellence, a culture of speed, a culture of results, and I really believe, brother, that you have finally tuned a system that I hope you'll share with us as we come back from commercial break. This is Dan Clark, voiceamerica.com. My guest is Chris Estes, who's a multi-million dollar earner, a philanthropist, an amazing husband and father out of Kentucky, one of my dearest friends. Don't go anywhere. Commercial break and we'll be back again with Chris Estes. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. I just got out of a meeting where the unbelievable Dan Clark was the keynote speaker. He is clearly the most interesting man in the world. He's been into space. He reminded us to think bigger. He's a primary contributor to those chicken soup books. And he inspired all of us to make our lives matter. He taught us how to deal with change like he had to when he had to recover from a paralyzing football injury. Everybody needs to hear his message on leadership and safety and how he turns last place NFL teams into Super Bowl champions. Call this number. 1-800-676-1121 and visit danclark.com Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. 
If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to Clark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. You know, one of the things that I'm proud of, I suppose it's bragging, is that that guitar riff, that guitar solo that brings us in and out of the show is me on my guitar, my first album recorded way back in 1983 before Estes was even born. And because Chris and I are both lovers of music, lovers of guitar, lovers of country music, anything that has a great melody. Let me just point out that there's still only 12 notes in music. Every song ever written was written with the same 12 notes. So it's always about passion, creativity, and imagination. It's always about back to basics. As promised, we're back with Chris Estes, a multi-million dollar earner. He is the, the highest earner in the entire international organization called Zizi International. I religiously take their products uh, I don't want to spend our precious time talking about the products, but we definitely need to know. let every listener know that Zizi International has got it going on with the Moringa plant. It's unbelievable. Look into that. But as promised, Chris, you have figured out life. Congratulations. <laughs> and so many entrepreneurs who start making good money, you just built your dream house in, in Kentucky. I mean, and for those of you who can just visualize this mansion, it's going to be a long distance phone call from the master bedroom to the front door. Give <laughs> a freaking break. I can't wait to come and stay at your home because I'm definitely going to steal some towels from your guest bedroom suite. Anyway, too many people in your situation, they don't, they don't, carry on. They lose themselves. As the Bible says, they gain the whole world and lose their own soul. And you have figured out life. Teach us, brother. We are at your feet. I'm not being facetious, man. I, I look up to you. I love and honor you so much. And I know the way you think. We've been around each other so many times. You love systems, Teach us a system. Teach us the five-star system. Let's just go there right now because that will be a gateway conversation into, you know, parlaying it into life. You figured out a system to attract, not not recruit, attract the right people so that you don't train, you retain, which is key to network marketing, but it's key to personal relationships. It's key to every organization on the planet. It costs us taxpayers $12 million to train one fighter pilot or one bomber pilot in the United States Air Force. And after they keep their six-year commitment and then jump ship and start flying for Delta or Southwest, we're losing so much in an individual whom we've invested in in training. So the goal is not to train any longer. It's to retain. It's not to recruit. It's to attract. Talk to us about your five-star system, and then let's parlay it right into how come you figured out life or how you did figure out life. <laughs> well, you know, the Bible also says to whom much is given, much is required. And I think all of us that have reached a level of success, a, le- a level of influence, Dan, it's, it's a requirement for us to, to pour back, you know, to be a river, a river, not a reservoir. And, you know, you mentioned the, the quote with Peter uh, Drucker before the break relating to culture. And, and that's what really it's all about as you build relationships is, is to establish a culture. Of course, that each strategy, we can talk strategy all day, but culture, building that community, building that family type atmosphere. And, you know, when I got started in this, in, in my business, and again, you can relate um, 
any type of industry to what I'm talking about, whether it's real estate, insurance, whatever it is, you can relate this process. And I'll talk for a minute about the the five-star player again. Uh, That comes from our athletic days, Dan. You know, in in baseball, there's the five-tool player. And and in basketball, they talk about the five-star player. So any sports, they they typically talk about that five-star, five-tool player. And as I got started in the business, I was trying, again, building with speed, how can I maximize all of the contacts I'm making when I'm touching people, when I'm, I'm on the phone with a person? Do I want to be on the phone with a, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, somebody that would be considered a 1? Of course, uh, I don't show prejudice towards anyone. I think you meet the need of people. You listen to people. You try to build them up, maybe put them on a personal development program so they can go from a 1 to a 5 then work their way up the ladder. Uh, but as I was looking to magnify this thing as quickly as possible, I said, who has the influence in my community? Who do people trust, respect? Who do people look at and go, they, they've got it going on? And so I just created this five-star uh, prospect or this five-star player. Of When I'm looking to bring people on the team, I'm looking for the five-star players. Again, I come from Kentucky, so anybody that follows basketball, they know John Calipari, who's the U.K. basketball coach. He's constantly recruiting the five-star player. And so, you know, there's five key things that I look for, Dan. As I built my business, there were, there were these five variables, five points that I was looking for in people. Number one was influence. Do they have influence? And that, that means, again, people that follow them, trust them, respect them. If they were to do something, people would follow them uh, to, to that, you know, that, that destination. And the, the second is desire. Do they want something more? Meaning, do they want to be something more? Do they, they think they already are? all that in a bag of chips. So it doesn't matter what your profession is. It's something that somebody is always hungry for more. The third is just coachable. Are they, are they coachable or are they chokeable? Are they one of those people that think they already know everything? They're all about pointing and telling you, or are they, are they receptive to learning things new? The fourth is, is are they a winner, Dan? Or do they have a track record of winning? Were they a winner last year? Were they a winner five years ago? Do they have a track record of success? And then do they have a winning personality? You know, I believe it's your flavor that creates your favor. I look at someone like Dan Clark. Everybody knows Dan Clark's a five-star player. He has the influence. He has the desire, always aspiring to be more. He's coachable. He's receptive. He's always asking questions, learning. He's a winner. You look at Dan Clark's track record, he's won in every area of his life, whether it be business, whether it be person. I mean, we're talking, you're the father of the year, man. That's why I like attaching myself to you. I'm trying to be a better, better dad. Uh, I just need to, to spend more time with you. And then the personality, obviously, Dan, you connect with everyone no matter what their walk of life. And those are the types of people that I attempted. And, of course, not everyone wanted to, to jump on board, but I knew that if I could get a few five-star players, what would happen, Dan, in that process? I would begin attracting more five-star players, more influential people, more hungry people that they go to bed tired, they wake up hungry for life, more coachable people that are receptive to learning new things, people that had a track record of of success and winning and and in that contagious personality that people want to be around. And that's the culture we created through attracting, through this system, through this process, we began attracting those winners, people that talked about where they were going to, not what they were going through, people that made things happen, not just let things happen. That's the kind of culture we created that multiplied over a few years to turn into, you know, hundreds, hundred plus thousand people that were, yeah. were on our products and, and doing the business. I love it. So <clears throat> we have about one, one minute. 
So how do we get a hold of your best-selling book, The Apple Principle? Like I've said, listeners, I've read it multiple times, you know, two times, three times, all the way through cover to cover. And then I keep it in my briefcase. As you can tell, uh, Chris Estes, he comes out with these one-liners, these catchy phrases that you can <laughs> hang your hat on, that you can put in your pipe and smoke, you can keep around all day long. You're so full of wisdom. Tell us quickly in 30 seconds how we can join your tribe. How do we get more of Chris Estes? Yeah, absolutely. Well, for the book, Dan, you can go to Amazon.com. You just type in the Apple Principle. You can follow me on Facebook, which is probably the best way. Just type in uh, Chris, D as in David, Estes. You can link up, message me that way. If you're interested to learn more, I'd be happy to help you and provide whatever I can to, to value you where you are in your life. So, um, you yep. know, it's always a pleasure to be invited on this incredible radio show, this incredible call, Dan. You're just an yep. inspiration to so many people, my wife, my family. We uh, look up to you. You're a, you're a mentor, and we're just so proud to be connected with you. Thanks. Well, I'll have you back time and time again. Our best to Lindsay. Love you, Chris Estes. I honor you. Every, you're everything and a, and, and a bag of chips, man. Go figure. <laughs> so let's talk Thank off you. the air. I love you. This is Dan Clark, uh, voiceamerica.com, Influencers Channel. Don't miss our show next week. You can get this podcast on demand anytime, anywhere. And obviously, you want to listen to Chris Estes and as he whipped out these one-liners that really are so full of wisdom that you would want to probably write them down and put them on your refrigerator door, keep them in your car to help you influence yourself so that you can influence the world and change it one person at a time. Thanks, Chris Estes. I love you. We'll sign off for now. DanClark.com. You can join my tribe. Until next week, God bless. And remember our military in your prayers. Thanks for being part of the show. Be sure to join Dan Clark next Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time for another edition of The Art of Significance on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Remember, you too can achieve the level beyond success.